Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast. I am, of course, Nick McDaniel, and as always, I am joined by my buddy Byron. Hey, folks. Uh, please ignore my 5 o'clock shadow. I've been off work for a few days, taking some vacation, so I'm not my presentable self. I did not think y'all would care, though, because you'll love me just the way that I am, right? And okay, the, folks. And the people listening on the podcast have no idea what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay, only so that's people. why you watch the videos, too. Yeah, it's not like we don't put the video, you know, we're, I mean, we put the videos on our Patreon page, you know, try to get those up a little bit early for those guys. I mean, but of course, it's on Facebook, you know, after the episodes. I usually air it kind of like later in the afternoon, the podcast release in the morning, and then we do the Facebook, you know, you can follow us at, at Tapped Out Pod, of course, on all the social media, but there especially because that's where you're going to get the video of it as well. Um, and it's, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, I've been working on it, tweaking a little bit. It looks a little bit different, getting some feedback from some people. Yeah. Um, but you know, Hey, let's go ahead and move on to the stuff, right? Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, the big news obviously this week was, uh, we kind of all knew it was coming, I guess. Uh, but the WWE makes it official this week where the women are headlining main eventing WrestleMania. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a situation where it's great press. It, they look great. WWE looks progressive, but did they have another choice? Okay. The women were pretty much, they earned this. They seized this opportunity, and it's what people want to see more than any other main event. But now, WWE has a history, and this is kind of a, and it's not, let me back up. It's not even WWE. Wrestling has a history of champion always, and let me rephrase, men's champion always closes the show, right? Yeah. To a fault, they've been that way. Um, Oh, yeah, always. And what I mean by that is, remember um, 18, WrestleMania, Hogan uh, Rock. Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers that match. That was not the main event. Yeah, the main event was Jericho right. and Triple H. Gets, the, the champions always go on last, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, even Jericho says that that match shouldn't have been, should not have been the main event. Everybody knew the main event was Rock Hogan, but you know, so I guess they had the the they could have gone a different route and put Brock and Seth last. Yeah, I don't think anybody's interested in that. I think Honestly. people are interested, but I just I no one they're not as interested. If you were to rank it, it would be like 80% or 75% for the women's match for the number one match, 20% for, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kofi for the, for that match, and then 5% for the, uh, the Brock and, uh, Seth match. Uh, they, it has not gotten the press. It is not, I mean, the women are on both shows right now. They're going back yeah. and forth between SmackDown and Raw doing this stuff. They're drawing attention everywhere they go. It's all they talk about on the show. They're not even on. So it's a big deal. I mean, it is a huge deal. And I think, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, they didn't have a choice. They did. And kudos for WWE for at least acknowledging it and going with it. Yeah. Uh, it's huge. I mean, it, they were on, the three women were on SportsCenter, did an mm-hmm. interview. I mean, you know, so that was kind of cool to that's, see. That's legitimate crossover press right there. They're, that's the legitimate sporting news. So that's good. That's excellent. It's very um, good. And bringing in Joan Jett to play Ronda's theme song. How about that? That's going to be pretty cool. I'm a big yeah. Joan Jett fan, so I actually think that's kind of cool. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to ask you the one question that everybody's probably going to kill me for. This doesn't happen if Ronda Rousey's not there. No. Mm-mm. Ronda Rousey has given the women's division a legitimacy. It already was good. But she was an outside star. It's it's not a question of she's better than anybody else. Well, she's really good. 
but she gave the women's division legitimacy because she's a legit badass. The same way every time Brock comes back, he makes things look better. I mean, let's be honest. They're out, even on SportsCenter, it was the guy, Ronda Rousey, and then Charlotte and Becky uh, on the, you know, so. Yeah. Um, they, and they even asked her, think about it. He asked her an MMA question before he talked about WrestleMania. He asked about something we're going to discuss later, but, um, I thought that was just kind of, you know, obvious that this doesn't happen. And as much as people want to knock Rousey, she's had a phenomenal first year. She's been on a roll. She's worked extremely hard. Um, the storyline, sometimes you make, you know, you should, sometimes you should have yinged when you yang and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Things don't happen, but this main event doesn't happen. If Ronda Rousey's not in it, Charlotte and no, Becky, it, as much as we would love to see them in the main event, would not have been in the main event. Well, Ronda got it on Sports Center, basically. I mean, that's she put women's professional wrestling on Sports Center, which is pretty much network news. Okay, that's that's good. It's really really impressive that they've crossed over so many things. So thank you, Ronda. You've done more for women's wrestling in the year you've been in the sport than some people have in their entire lifetimes. And it's not because of you're better than them. It's just because you bring a exposure to the product that they weren't getting. Well, think of it this way, too. I mean, we're talking about how she's bringing in the casual fan, the sports center fan that doesn't mm-hmm. watch necessarily watch wrestling every you know week. Does Becky get this hot if it's not with Rousey? Maybe not. You know, maybe not. It's it's the whole thing she's done, with, especially on Twitter and Facebook, where she's created that buzz that's outside of outside of your your Monday and Tuesday programming, where they can keep it going. Like I've said for, for years, use social media to keep storylines going between shows. They've done that. But I don't think as many people would have been looking if it hadn't been for Rousey. Nothing against Becky. She's done it. She's the one that has done it and defined herself and made herself so over. But people wouldn't have been looking if it hadn't been for Rousey in the first place. If there's not the backlash of, you know, everybody choosing Becky, you got to, Ric Flair always said, you know, you got to have a, a, a big baby face to mm-hmm. be the big heel. And it's the same way. You got to have a big heel to have a good baby face. Yep. It, it, you know, if it's if it's an uneven playing field, then the people aren't buying it. They're not as invested. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I honestly believe. Now, I'm kudos to Becky, by the way. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying this is this isn't selling her short, which some people might take it that way. Her and Charlotte would have done amazing things inside the wrestling bubble. Yeah. But outside the wrestling bubble, I don't know that people care. If yep. that makes any sense. So, and that's and why I think Rousey. Right, and that's why I think Rousey has drawn in that crowd and made Becky even bigger than I think she would have been with her and Charlotte. Now, here's the crazy part. I wholeheartedly believe Charlotte deserves to be in this match yeah, and is going to add a lot to it. I think – I'm not saying – because it's – you know, Ronda still, is, as much progress as she's made in a year, I think Charlotte and Becky kind of get to do a little smoke and mirrors and a triple threat to make this match even better. Yeah, probably than a one-on-one match was, and that's again, you know, it's not knocking anybody involved. It's just that's just I think a fact. And I typically shit on triple threats, but for some reason this seems like it's going to work, and I'm I'm excited about it. So I think it's got a lot of potential. Yeah, and so with all that being said, and all her hard work has always paid off, and you know maybe she deserves a little behind-the-scenes thank you to uh, mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. 
Becky's offered a new multi-year deal, making a lot yep. more money. So, you know, hey, kudos, man. It's a, Women's wrestling is hot. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't matter who's successful. As long as someone is successful and people come to see them, all your supporting players will be more successful. Everybody does well when the product does well. It we, doesn't matter who causes it. Well, we discussed you know, this a little bit last week. Remember we talked about how all these other promotions, you know, AEW come in. If they're successful and they draw new eyes, well, people maybe that watch AEW for a first time go, hey, maybe I will. I haven't watched WWE in a while. I'll watch it yeah. or I'll watch MLW. I'll watch Impact. I'll watch Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the more eyes brought to the product, the better. And it even works down to the level of, the you know, the wrestlers themselves. Yeah. And that's the thing I think uh, Southern Honor here in Atlanta has done really well. They bring in big stars, but those stars don't take the spots of their everyday guy. Those stars draw more people to the show, and everybody on the show does better. They don't take spots. They don't have them in positions where they take spots away. They always use them complimentary. Kudos to Dylan for his phenomenal book. Kids on a roll up there, and we'll discuss him later, you know, about what they got going on up there at Southern Honor in Canton, Georgia. Um, but, uh, you know, do you got anything else on the Becky? I mean, that's, no. mm-hmm. I just think, like I said, if everybody needs to kind of sit back and enjoy this ride and, uh, if nothing else, it is a good moment in wrestling in general. Uh, and you know, Rhonda on sports center said WWE is a great reflection of society because they tend to copy things that are going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And she brought up the movement of MMA, you know, the women's fighting and women in sports and women in, just in general. And that, you know, it's it's a great sign of the times that, that they're actually on top. Mm-hmm. And they're going to headline, main, you know, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, who's not going to main event WrestleMania, but you can make the argument. You always can, right? If Triple H is involved, there's always the shot that he's going to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know. Go ahead. That that made me think of something, and this is just a total aside. Uh, with Joan Jett coming out for Ronda, um, I really think uh, Lemmy from Motorhead needs to be the guy who's played so many Triple H entrances should be the one going into the Hall of Fame this year as a celebrity. Could happen. You never know. They haven't really done the uh, celebrity, have they? Yeah, no. But that's just my take. You know, um, he made Triple H. I mean, Triple H was a legitimate badass plot prior to Motorhead started doing his theme songs, but they made it work so well, man. Um, it was perfect for him. Triple H is, I mean, t- he's on my Mount Rushmore. A lot of people don't feel that way, but this thing with Batista is going to be terrific. His career on the line. Now, he's done that before. Um, I'm excited. I really, I really am looking forward to this match, and I don't know why. I one of my notes is the first thing was a question. It says, "Does he lose? Is this a a um, I don't want to say a subtle way, but is this a way to get him out of the ring permanently?" Well, um, no one's ever out of the ring permanently. Uh, you know what I mean. He could come back as the H. Yeah. And wear a the man a with three H's with that three. Wear an H, a mask with an H on it. Yeah. He's the H. But no, um, that would be a good way to go out. And with him getting more and more responsibility, it's probably a good thing. But, you know, he gets, he's got two contracts. He has a performer's contract and he has an executive contract, which are both making millions of dollars. So it's kind of hard to say, nah. But, and also with Batista only being, doing a one-off, 
it's hard for me. It's hard for me not to pick the man with three H's. You know. Well, he he. You know, the the running joke with Batista coming back was a way for get Triple H to get his win. You know, he's he, yeah. he's doing win. Batista always beats him. You know, yeah. so it's just this is a way to get his win back. And um, well, I mean, Hogan brought Warrior into WCW just for that. <laughs> stranger things have happened, right? And yeah, he, and he is he's in the power. He could pull it off. So yeah. So, um, you know, Batista said he wants to go out on his terms. Um, you know what? I got an argument for this one. Why didn't they just twist it around and say, you know, this is just a career match, period. Man who loses his, his career is over. He's out of the ring. Well, we still got we still got two more Raws, right? No. Romania. This one. is the last Raw? Yeah. The, well, the one that we just had is the one. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. one more Raw before Mania, so – you don't know what could happen. That could be coming up next time. This next week is going to get so intense. Um, it's just going to build and build to like a, a boiling point before Mania, and it's going to be, you know, it's Mania season. It's the best time of year for wrestling fans. It's Christmas for wrestling fans. So that'd be a good poll, man. You've, you let us know at, you know, all on all our social media places at Tapped Out Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Um, you can always email us at tappedoutpod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know, do you think this is the moment? Does Triple H need to lose to get him out of the ring permanently, or does he pick up the win? That'd be a good, just a curiosity, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I got an aside. This is something else. Um, I read where the Big Bad WWE is contacting venues in Tampa, asking and trying to make sure nobody else is running indie shows in the city during WrestleMania week next week. I don't know if this is not true next week. That's for Tampa for the next year. Yeah, for Tampa for, for next year, you know? right? Um, I think kind of sucks if it does, if it's true, but I really don't know how much I believe of it. But it's something I'm going to look look into. You know, I'm going to look into and keep following that story. I could see them saying and like contacting buildings like in an immediate area, like you know, if like I don't know if you've ever been to Tampa, but like if you got the you know stadium there and buildings like around it, mm-hmm. them saying like we don't want anything confusing people that with our show outside of a certain radius they can run all the you know maybe yeah. um i honestly it's the city's not going to turn down business they're not going to they're not going to let it happen yeah. so that's just my opinion i know now millions are involved when we're talking wrestlemania so it's a whole different argument but well you know they've got that big uh that, that big uh roh new japan event in mania weekend this year yeah so. That's a pretty big thing, and you know they've got they've got more competition now. They've got legitimate competition forming, so. But you know that's how Vince got people out in the first place. Yeah, but <laughs> I just don't I just don't buy the whole he's going to like lock people out completely, of because uh, I don't think the cities and the businesses are going to say yeah. no. Yeah, if they're going to get paid, those bu- those buildings are going to take the business. <laughs> so just me personally. Um, but speaking of money, man, right now there's one, you know, this is, this week, like you said, could have be argued that could have been the next hottest storyline going right now, uh, behind the women. Mm-hmm. The Kofi Kingston story, um, it, it's got a, you know, it's something I sat back this week and was just thinking about, uh, and some things just kind of really go through your head here of, you know, obviously Kofi's going to Mania, he's going to wrestle Daniel Bryan. It's got to happen, right? They built it too yeah. much for it not to happen. Oh, definitely. Um, and I heard this question posed on a, on a uh, on another show where they said, "Would it be a bigger disappointment for Kofi not to go to Mania? He's he's going, but I were to say it, would it be a bigger disappointment for him not to go, or would it be him to go and then lose?" Hmm. Well, 
pretty sure he's going. I don't know how they're going to book it. But I was under the understanding if they're about to turn around and go to Saudi Arabia, Brian won't go again. So I'm thinking Kofi wins. I think Kofi gets the first, you know, what I hate to say the first African American champion, but because technically The Rock was black, right? The Rock says it. They've cleared that up. Rock is going on to say he is equally as proud of his, you know, African American heritage as he is his Samoan heritage. And so he was the first, you know, African American champion. He was also, okay. you know, a Samoan champion as well. But well, they're not, they've been Samoan champions. That's I'm just, just saying, you know. but he's, you know, saying that to that degree. Um, so, yes. Um, so, and that's kind of where I was going with that is, you know, we go back to if he goes to Mania and he doesn't win, are we repeating the Triple H Booker T moment when everybody just knew Booker T was going to win at WrestleMania and didn't? I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think this is the time. This is the year. This is the time something happens. You got all the stars lining up, everything, you know, coming together. I think this is the year. And Kofi's the right guy to put it on. You know, he's, he's a solid company guy. He always has been. He's held every, almost every other title. I think Kofi, I think this is good. This is good for business. I think it's time they put it on uh, an African-American. And I think it's time we don't even talk about, we get to the point where we don't even have to talk about stuff like that. Right. That black champions are not different, which it never should be. But it's time, it's time the WWE makes decisions to make, you know, to follow society and follow the future. So, well, that, that was my other question is, because of the clearly the the card is in, I mean the the angle has become a race angle yeah. whether they're not going to say it they're because they're saying things like people like us they're not saying yeah. you know so they're 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 trying to walk a tightrope here but my thing is a publicly traded company using the type of angle that they have essentially let's be honest with you if he goes to Mania and loses is that not like a just a slap in the face that they they kind yeah. of almost put them in self a situation that he has to win it's bad for public relations you know and they've worked themselves into a worked shoot corner so yeah i think he has to win i i would hope he ha- he wins um so it's they'll do the right thing for business and i don't think i don't think not letting him win is right for business well, yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, and, um, it's just the, the angle's so hot right now. And like I said, I think ultimately, yeah. I think, and I, and I hate to say it this way, but ultimately it's going to come down to it's not whether how over Kofi is. It's mm-hmm. that Kofi will go to Saudi and perform. Daniel yeah. Bryan's not going to. That show's in May. I mean, you let Kofi have a one-month run plus, maybe six weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you get to the pay-per-view after Saudi Arabia, and if they don't like if the if it's not drawing very well with him on top, then you know move somebody. You're gonna see some merch sales go through the roof. Yeah, right now Becky Lynch is the number one merch seller, but I would I would wager that if if Kofi wins the championship, the New Day stuff will blow out. Man. Well, and because you know they do it, they got the uh, the whatever. It's not the brand split because they've already had that, but you know what I'm saying yeah. the. The draft is after Mania and stuff, so that's I think maybe can refresh some angles and stuff like that yeah. that we can get to. Oh, yeah. Um which is one we've talked about here for a while. That's actually where I wanted to go next. 
uh, was we're talking to AJ Styles' future. Obviously, he signed his new deal. Mm-hmm. We both think he's heading over to Raw. Obviously, yeah. just that's where he belongs anyway, I guess. Uh, but here's something that, again, came through my head this week as I was listening. Um, I actually was listening to Taz's show, which, mm-hmm. yes, Taz still has a show, guys. It's all, you know, but I was listening to it, and something he brought up made me really get into this and, and think about it and go, if you are a diehard wrestling fan and you're the whole – you're on the edge of like, I don't like the WWE because it's sports entertainment. I like Ring of Honor. You like a company that doesn't even technically exist yet with a whole league wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's wrestling. Yeah. Shouldn't Randy Orton and AJ Styles be like one of the top matches you're looking forward to? Yeah. You presented this argument to me prior to the show and I'm like, ah, oh. and then I got to thinking about it and you're a hundred percent right on this. I, I will give you a hundred percent of the credit that, this is your your styles clash, for lack of a better way to put it. It's it's a guy who came up on the indie circuit versus a guy who was a born made man on the bay on the big leagues. Yeah, that promo that because that was, it was something Taz said, and it kind of struck struck a chord with me is the promo that Randy Orton cut a, a couple of weeks ago on Raw. He Taz was like, I don't know that that was a promo. Mm-hmm. He Randy Orton probably feels. And AJ Styles probably feels a lot of the things that they said. And that's why, you know, they always say the best promos, right, have a little bit of the yep. truth in mm-hmm. there. And they probably do. I mean, AJ probably does say, well, you were born. All you had to do was call your daddy, you know, to make a phone, you know, get your daddy to make a phone call and you got a job, which yeah. is technically what happened. Um, but at the same time, Orton doesn't necessarily like the guy. Because you remember, he was in the whole flippy thing. Yeah, about guys doing all the flippy things down in these little gyms and stuff like that, and bingo halls and stuff. He's the perfect snob to go up against. So first, the establishment character is, is he not? And that's what I said: is yeah. he not the epitome? He is the face of sports entertainment. He never, and I don't want to say paid dues because he was down in Ohio, Ohio Valley wrestling and all that kind of stuff, you know, doing this. Mm. But he was always. And as far as the wrestling world, born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Yeah, and AJ had to pay his dues for a decade, you know, to get get to the WWE. So that's what I'm saying. AJ represents pro wrestling that a lot of your diehard fans live and die by. Orton is the face of sports entertainment, and this is what they're giving you at WrestleMania. Hmm. I think think most people aren't picking up on that yet. Uh, And it's, you know, SmackDown is is not always the show people focus the most on, but I think it's going to have some of the better stuff. On, on Mania Week. So I'm looking forward to this match. I think it's going to be a big deal. Uh, and I think between now and WrestleMania, it'll start defining and shaping up to be a phenomenal match. I, I mean, I hope so, because yeah. the other thing is, too, is Randy Orton is a, a and I, when I say a very solid performer, Yeah, we've always heard the stuff that he plays it safe. Mm-hmm. He doesn't always take a chance. He did with Seth Rollins, and it was a WrestleMania moment. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles might be somebody else that he would say, I'll take the chance because AJ, and I just think as safe as you know, the chocolate dip cone yeah. is, him and AJ have potential to be the best wrestling match on the card. It could be, yeah, very well could be. It very well could be the best match on the card, technically. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to find something I don't like about Mania so far, and I'm not doing a very good job. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, you know, if you want to be, a, you know, an ass about it, you could find something that, you, that you're really not sold on. Because can't yeah. we all? I mean, if yeah. you want to be negative, there's stuff you can find. But, hey, let's be positive and find some good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, 
Um, but you know, the rumors are going around, obviously, that the, he's not on the card yet. The Undertaker, it's funny, he's on the side of the truck with the Undertaker <laughs> yeah. logo, but, uh, with the WrestleMania logo, so, but he's not actually officially announced with a match or anything. So mm-hmm. that's kind of odd. But recently, like this week, uh, he was spotted at the Performance Center. So the rumor started, is he getting ready for something for WrestleMania? Uh, but everybody's pointing to that answer is no, because he's locked in gear. He's ready for the Saudi trip in May. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what his thing is. I think that's, that's if you're going to wrestle one event a year, that's the one to wrestle. You're going to get a huge payday. You're going to work one match. He doesn't have to do anything besides come out and cut a couple of promos on Raw to set it up. And people will be looking forward to it again. He's the Undertaker. And the crazy thing is, did you ever think you'd hear the day that some show they're putting on in Saudi Arabia, that's the biggest paydays of the year, not WrestleMania. Yep, definitely. And he's he mainly undertakes in in Saudi Arabia. So that's just what it's going to become. And that's, you know, things change. We're in a world that changes so dramatically. It's it's not not in question that, that wrestling will change too. So... Uh, yeah, like the good old days where you got your mania. Let's get everybody a mania pay payoff. Well, I mean, but you know, if he's going to chase, if you're going to chase, like I said, two paydays a year, because you know they're doing two Saudi trips a year. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean, if he could make a couple million dollars for, for uh, no, I did not summon you, Siri. Sorry, Siri thought I was calling her folks. Sorry, live on a podcast, right? How often does that happen? Um, Bruce, take your meds. Bruce, take your pills. Yeah. Um, I guess that she was telling me to take my pills, I guess. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you can make four, four to six million dollars wrestling two matches a year. Yeah. First of all, that's freaking insane. Yeah. Uh, some people make that argument with Brock Lesnar because it's about what he does, right? Yeah. I, 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 he does a little more where he's exaggerating, but still, um, but yeah, I mean, and that's, that's Vince taking care of, of Taker. Mm-hmm. Say, look, man, just stay in decent shape. Go over there because over there, you know, X Pac makes a joke about you know I don't I don't wrestle like that anymore. I just I give them the hits and I go home. Yeah, that's what Taker's going to do. He's going to go over there. He's going to oh, give yeah. you an old school. He's going to give you you know if it depends on who he wrestles, he's going to give you a last ride, a tombstone, and a choke slam. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll give them that running you know the elbow to the corner of the boot. Yeah, so I'm like, dude. Yeah, literally, those are going to be the hits. That's what you're going to yeah. get. You're not, and he doesn't have to, and they're going to eat it up. And it's not going to be a, a 20 minute match. It's yeah. going to be a five minute match, maybe. It's going to play to his strengths. They're going to put him in with somebody who's safe to work with, like Cena or something like that, like they've done before. It's it's the perfect matchup for him. And I can't blame you know, if they give me a million dollars to to go, I don't really. You know, and a lot of the Saudi stuff, Saudi stuff has, has died off. A lot of the bad press they were getting. Now it's not like it didn't happen, but it's you know people forget. People forget quickly. Let me ask you a question. You just triggered something to me that I hadn't even thought of. Maybe we're not getting Cena or Taker at Mania because they're going to have their because they, they haven't done anything since last Mania, right? Not that I know. I of. mean, not against each other. I mean, I know they did some the Saudi stuff. You know the the. The tag team, the you know the fossil match that they, everybody wants to get about, you know the DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Mm-hmm. But could Cena and Taker have a match at Saudi, you know, May third, and that's why neither one of them have anything? Because if you put them at Mania, and you have, then they don't do they not have the luster of being on the card against each other at the Saudi show? Unless you do something on Mania that put that over, 
that's what I'm saying. Have something happen at Mania that that's how you get to the Saudi show. Yeah. And they both get a huge freaking payday for going over there and putting on a match, him and Cena, for five minutes. And the Saudis eat it up, and they walk out of there with a couple million dollars richer for the two of them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a definite possibility. Um, yeah, you know. I'd like, I mean, we keep saying Cena needs to come back and face Angle at Mania, even though the right business decision is to have him face uh, Baron Corbin. But, yeah. you know, I'm still, I still want to see him face Cena. Well, well, speaking of walking out with Cena and uh, having millions, um, Nikki Bella announced on yeah. uh, her retirement on Total Bellas. Uh, her last match, we haven't seen her wrestle a match since uh, Evolution, right? WWE mm-hmm. Evolution. Uh, Breeze already retired, so the Bellas are officially gone. Always with a chance to return. Because, um, like you told me earlier, we were, we were joking around. Yeah. Nobody really retires from wrestling. Nope. And they're talking about, she said she's open to a return, even like right after retiring. She retired on her TV show. But, you know, that shows work, too. So Right. And then, of course, you know, they're doing a podcast out, you know, Bella's podcast, available on Apple Podcasts everywhere. They got, um, they got a fashion, Breeze got a fashion line. It's, you know, they got plenty. They my got kid plenty actually has some of those. Huh? Caitlin oh, some actually owns some of that. that Birdie B Birdie stuff? B stuff, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but before we move on to her, I want to ask you, what is her, you know, she's a two-time Divas champion. She had the longest running, like, single reign. Uh, she had. She's not. She doesn't have the total number of days. AJ still owns that, but AJ had three. She only has two. What's your? What? What is her legacy in wrestling? I mean, she was you know for like three hundred and seven days or something. She was a Divas champion. I think she is the crossover. I think she's the crossover champion that that bridge from Diva to to women's champion. I mean, I, she never held the women's belt, but she's the one. That was now. I'm not saying she's a great wrestler. She was most improved wrestler. She got pretty good towards the end. She did, but looked like Trish Stratus, who came in for appearance and wound up being a decent wrestler by the time she retired. Nikki's going to be a legend like that, Hall of Famer. The Bellows definitely Hall of Famers. Um, like them or not, they're Hall of Famers. I think she's going to be seen as a groundbreaking performer somehow. So. I agree with you. I think she was the bridge from diva to women's wrestling. And I don't mean because she was kind of one of the you know last ones to do that transition yeah. over. Um, and let me rephrase that, too, because I know some people will say, what about Paige? To me, Paige was never a diva. No, she was the anti-diva. That was her she gimmick, was the, right? It was, she, was, she, was already, she was the beginning of the yeah. wrestling, you know, women's yeah. wrestling, not divas and stuff. So I think, like you said, that's why Nikki's the – she was a diva, totally. I mean, and then she put in a work, and I think she became a decent wrestler. Uh, wasn't great, but good enough that, you know, she can make that transition. Um, being, and also, she put over Charlotte Flair. Absolutely. She's one of the people that established Charlotte Flair as a legitimate competitor. So you gotta, that's and, a big you, deal. You got The only way you get made is by beating somebody. Yep. And so that she was the we somebody. Miss out, people miss out on that point too much. Sometimes it's the most important person is the one that loses. Right. So... Um, well, let's move along, because uh, the last little joke of WrestleMania here, uh, if you're into UFC at all, MMA, Daniel, Daniel Cormier, uh, was doing an interview and he kind of said, you know, he may go to WrestleMania to cost Brock Lesnar the title because he <laughs> wants to fight Brock Lesnar in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And as long as he's, you know, the universal champion or whatever, he's like, I can hurry him back if I can kind of help make him lose and speed him up to get him back over. I think, in my personal opinion, 
this is the last fight Daniel Cormier wants before he hangs it up. Yeah, oh, definitely. And they've talked about putting him on uh, SmackDown as a commentator. This is so, we yeah. This is crazy. We we discussed this prior to recording. Pieces falling into place. If DC is going to be involved in SmackDown, we've heard rumors of Brock moving to SmackDown on the roster. These two obviously they need to have this fight because it's a mega fight in UFC. Mm. They are both going to get super paid. Get the belt off of Brock. Get him in MMA. Get him back to UFC. Have this fight. Then boom, he's back on SmackDown. Get DC on the commentary on there. It's instant. You know, anytime they're around each other, there's going to be a little bit of irritation between those yep. two. And it's it's a credibility factor, and it'll introduce people to Daniel Cormier inside the wrestling bubble who might not know who he is because Absolutely. he's an MMA fighter. I like the way they're booking this. <laughs> UFC and WWE starting to maybe work a little bit together and yeah. kind of blend together a little bit um, to the point that the first thing that popped into my head this week when Conor McGregor said he was retiring, I went, yeah. oh, man, I wonder if he'd come over to WWE because he'd be a hell of a character in WWE. Yeah, yeah. But he makes too much, made too much money as a, as a, as a MMA fighter. Well, there is that, but I also don't know that he's got the um, temperament. Temperament to be a WWE guy, yeah. To do a job, to yeah. To do a job, yeah. He he would be one of those. Uh, who was it that was like, why would I come in and? Oh, remember Kurt Angle when he first was coming in? He's like, but I don't ever want to lose. Yeah, because nobody would believe that or whatever. He goes, I can't ever be beat. He's like, Bruce Prichard was like, that's not really how this works. <laughs> you know, is it somebody, somebody yeah. at some point you have to lose, right? Yeah, no, it's, so. it's wrestling. It's wrestling. Simple. Yes. Um, but something that's outside of wrestling, that's the ugly side of wrestling, I did want to ask you about, uh, I know a lot of stuff went down with Lucha Underground this week. Yeah. Um, the bad, this is the bad part of wrestling that we don't like covering. Uh, but, you know, we knew that the lawsuits had been filed. Paper, you know, legal stuff in wrestling is never a good thing, right? No. Mm-mm. Um, it all needs to be kayfabe. I mean, that's just the way it should be. You know, when you got lawyers and agents, that's when it's not kayfabe anymore, and that's when it's just—it's not wrestling. It's yeah, like, it's business. It's like major league sports now that you're a free agent. And I mean, I understand Joey Ryan's a free agent now, and that's cool. But the, when it becomes Lucha Underground, should have not kept those people in not in these contracts where they couldn't work for bigger promotions when they're not doing anything with them. That's crazy. Yeah, and. Oh. The fact that they had to get a law, get lawyers involved to get them out of these bullshit contracts, that sucks. I mean, earlier this, before this was all settled, because by the way, what we're discussing is there were a multitude of wrestlers involved, but Eva Lee's, Joey Ryan, Thunder Rosa kind of were the, you know, yeah. ones that a lot of most people recognize their names. Um, and apparently they have come to terms. Everything's been settled. You know, it's probably going to have a non-disclosure agreement so that they don't talk about it. But even before all this happened, it was funny. Earlier, there was a video this earlier this week of Eva Lee saying, "So Lucha Underground and Impact Wrestling run co-branded events, but I can't work for Impact because I have a contract with Lucha. They won't let me work with it, you know." Mm-hmm. And it's true. That's just stupid. Yeah. Um, because you would think they would say, "Hey, go work for Impact." So when we get back, you'll you'll still have a big if they come back. Well. Right, we knew a month ago. Chris, uh, Chris Joseph, who's uh, one of the uh, co-executive producers, uh, he essentially said he thought that season five was dead. They, he doesn't think it's coming back. So, but that was what made it even worse that we even got to this legal parts where yeah. 
lawyers were involved and things had to be settled. So, but from my understanding at this point, like I said, Joey Ryan's a free agent. Eva Lee's Thunder Rosa, you know, all those guys are hopefully and gals are going to be ready to get back out into the uh, world and wrestle for other promotions, whether it be Impact, AEW. Well, ever. that's the thing. You know, uh, Ryan is buddies with the AEW folks. Yeah. Do you, does he sign a contract with them? Are they that willing to embrace the entertainment Let aspect me, he brings in? It could be. I would say that it could be the case. But um, the, the, the question I have out of all of that, are they probably the only one? Because, you know, with All In, he was there. Yeah. Um, is Impact going to bring him in and put him on TV? Impact is, might. They wouldn't be doing the dick flip, but I mean, they might bring him in because he's a character and he'll draw. Yeah. I'm just not sure. I'm just not a hundred percent sold on the whole that put him on TV and stuff. You know, I think now, that's a, if AEW is going to be a streaming service, basically a no brainer. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what their TV deal looks like though. Yeah. And nobody knows what their TV deal looks like, but for now they're basically a streaming service. So I would have him on my shows on the, on the big shows for now. I don't know if I'd sign a contract to him. Well, there was rumors. There's rumors out this week that a lot of people believe that the uh, television show is going to be a streaming service, not mm-hmm. through a, an actual cable channel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a possible. And, you know, there's another guy that they're debating his contract with AEW right now, Pac. Yeah. People don't know if he's contracted AEW. Um, Pac just had to pull out of WrestleCon because he didn't get a work visa in time. And WrestleCon is part of Mania Weekend, not officially, but it's one of the bigger events. And if he doesn't have it by now, will he be ready for Double or Nothing? Because I was looking forward to seeing him face Page. That could be all up in the air now. Yeah. Hangman Page is a, is a future star. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's an interview in the archives that I performed in person down in the Atlanta center stage that um, I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of. So, uh, But, uh, you know, I just don't know, man. Uh, like I said, I, I'm... I, you know, Eric Bischoff has said he would go. He would go streaming service, knowing what he knows now and what he, you know, all the stuff he knows about television. I, I think that's not a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea either because that people that want to watch it will watch it. And the problem with it is you have trouble attracting your casual fan. You know, and that's the impact thing. I'll give you one that's just I just popped into my head. So there's this new service that's coming out in the fall. It's a streaming service. It's called Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. iPhone. It's with all your iPhones, with all your iPads, with all your Apple TV. Yeah, the indie wrestling club strikes me as, as Android people. <laughs> Could be. There's not be. Android snobs. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but that's. I mean, there's. But there's just all of these different things out there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I don't even know why they just. You know what? Just do your own streaming channel. Like Jarrett Parsons. You know, and get paid by the download or paid by the watch. I mean, just put your own, you know, make it a, make it an app. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can stream it. They can watch it on their TV. They can watch it on their phones or iPads, da, 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 whatever, and sell advertising on it or something. Yeah, there's so many different ways to market stuff right now. And I think with Cody being a younger man that's more in tune with what goes on out in the world, I think Cody's the perfect person to have in charge of this. He'll make the right decision. Could be, yeah, could be. Um, but speaking of the future of wrestling, uh, the last, one of the last topics I want to talk before we hit a, uh, something close to home, uh, Jordan Grace was on interactive wrestling radio and essentially I'm going to paraphrase. 
but she said that she doesn't think the national audience is quite ready for intergender wrestling. And I know that's something we personally, I, I go back and forth on uh, as well about it in general. Um, what's your kind of thoughts? I'll get your opinion first on the whole intergender. I, intergender wrestling to me is like blood. I don't really want to see it, but when it's the right time and you can work it into the storyline, I'm okay with it. Uh, we were talking about uh, Dylan booking the, the show last week at uh, Southern Honor. They had a storyline that worked into Danny Jordan versus Ashton Star. You got an intergender match. It was a really good match, but I wouldn't want to go see it every week. I don't like it, and that's it. Might be some. I mean, I might be a well. I'm new. I'm a 46 year old Southern male. It's not my demographic. It's not the kind of stuff I want to watch. That don't mean that it's not the stuff everyone wants to watch. Personally, I'm opposed to intergender wrestling. I don't like it. But I don't decide what's right for wrestling as a whole because I'm not the audience anymore. I'm not the target audience. Uh. I think eventually we'll see more of it, but, you know, it's like women in the military. I don't understand why anyone would want to serve in the military. But women want to do it. Women will be in combat. So, okay. You, but That's do you think not my thing. But do you but, think it's because we were, we? I don't want to say we were the way we were brought up or whatever, uh, you know, but I'm a, I mean, I'm a big, don't lay your hands on a woman, you know, blah, blah, yeah. you know, and I get it's entertainment and I understand that. Um, so that's kind of not it. It's, you know, her kind of thing was impact ready to take a chance and kind of open the door. Um, I know, don't they have a match, uh, that's coming up pretty soon. It's, um, uh, disco, uh, inferno, Glenn Gilberti, whatever his, I think he's going by that now. Uh, and, uh, Scarlet, I don't think they've got a match coming up. That's a weird combination. It, you got to be watching Impact lately. I know you're not a big fan of it. They've no, done... I'm a fan. I just can't watch every single. Yeah, on so Earth. they they've kind of gotten to where this match is coming up, but um, it, you know, and he kind of said, "Hey, look, I'll make positive anything they give me. I'll I'll make it into the best that I can, you know, kind of thing, and make a positive out of it." He's not really complaining about it, but he's um, also not that guy. He's not the supportive women's wrestling guy. And he's not, and that's actually, but that's because they're blending reality with, you know, that he's not a big oh, women. So it works better. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that's kind of always been my thing. Like, I'm okay with it if it makes sense. Like, um, you know, give me Jordan, like Jordan Grace versus, you know, down the road disco. Okay, I can see that. I don't want to see Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman because no. that's just there's no, you know, in your head. Like, you, we think about it, we struggled with like for in our in our youth we struggled with Rey Mysterio Big Show. Yeah. So now you're going to tell me it's going to be the whole Marco stunt thing too. I don't want to see that. Right. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, if I don't want to see that, why would I want to see the Alexa Bliss Braun Sturman thing? I, it's to me, it's not about sexism. Um, I'm the parent of a daughter. You're the parent of three daughters. Um, I don't, it's not a sexist thing. I don't see me not liking it as being sexist. I just don't like it. Right. But, and I don't mean, that doesn't mean somebody else doesn't. And, and in wrestling, there's a place for everything. It doesn't mean we have to watch everything, though. So, No, absolutely not. And I think we'll still be holdouts. They may go to it, but as I've always said, if you don't like it, go watch something else. So, 
plenty of product out there, right? Plenty of yep. product out there. Um, it goes back to, like I said, I'm okay with somebody doing it as long as it in storyline makes sense. No. But then the flip side of that argument was something we saw at Southern Honor Wrestling. Uh, everybody lost their shit at the end of the show uh, because mm-hmm. Brooklyn Creed gets into the ring, get you know, yelling at Corey Hollis. Mm-hmm. She slaps him in the face. And then Corey drops her on her head with a pile driver onto the exposed yeah. wood of the ring. And then everybody was like, not okay with that. Mm-hmm. I understand. Well, it, it, they used they use that as a story guy, a story tool in both places. They made Corey Hollis hated even more by laying his hands on a woman, on a woman. But what three matches earlier, Ashton Star was celebrated for doing it. That that's where I say it's because a that's where it makes sense, and it made sense in both instances. Yeah, so. It does. It's it's a weird thing because you're kind of like Brooklyn Creed could probably take Corey Hollis. <laughs> so that's that, and that's kind of the stuff I struggle with when you're, you know, they're like, oh well, this this can make sense and this can't. You know, there it's it's really a fine line. Um, but overall, that show ended on fire. That was a huge, huge yeah. um, way to end that show. Uh, the crowd was just floored by it, yeah. and social media went a buzz all about it. This is this is a situation where. This is Dylan's challenge against Todd Sexton for Georgia Booker of the Year. This, to me, is his canvas. And 2019, he has had a hell of a run. Now, Todd's doing really good, too. Yeah. But Dylan has had an amazing run. Georgia wrestling's on fire uh, between those two promotions easily. I know there was a lot of chatter just about Georgia wrestling in general over the last couple weeks. Uh, about everybody seems to be drawing, everybody seems to be on fire, which is which is great. Um, but you know, Gary, of course, is promoting the May show. Yeah, Southern Honor, you know, wrestling one thousand HHW one thousand one thousand people. Um, and we're gonna go ahead and plug it out. I know it's a long way out, and we'll kind of take a break there for a little while about it. But just the things that are being planned. Buy your tickets now. Yeah. SouthernHonorWrestling.com. Go ahead and buy the tickets now because mm-hmm. you are going to regret not being in the building that night if you're not yeah. there. That's all I'm going to say. Because the dirt cheats will be talking about it. Meltzer. Oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be on the national we'll talking about it. So anywho, um, we'll kind of let them. That. That's again, get your tickets. You know, just you got to you got to get them right now. Um, well, uh, what else you got, man? You got anything else on your notes over there? I know um, there's one other thing I wanted to address before we got out of here, but that's uh, – Go ahead with your, your – okay. I'm all tapped out. Uh, right. Well, the bracket things are officially done. Uh, we yeah. did our March Madness. I know there was some – you know, a lot of people – let me – first of all, let me preface this with uh, – when we when you do these brackets, it's easier to do a top 10 or so, 8, to do a bracket than it is 64. <laughs> because when you get past 64, everybody has to complain about not being in. Well, we should have been in there. Okay, I mean, there's 64. I mean, Jesus, you know how many promotions there are in this country? Um, and I get it. There were some big ones that we didn't put on there. I mean, there's I, probably 64 promotions just in Georgia alone. It, exactly. Um, so it wasn't a knock on anybody who wasn't in the brackets. It was just my argument was, I, you know, I, there was it wasn't even really like I don't want to say I, I just it was promotions we know, promotions we go to, promotions we've seen. I went on the, you know, on the fight app. I went on, you know, power bomb TV, power social slam, media visibility. social media visibility, all those kind of things. And, you know, just pulled out the 64, whatever. 
And, and, and last but not least, it was for fun. It wasn't, yeah. it was fan voted. There was nobody, you know, saying, you know, anything, you know, when this was crowned, there was no trophy or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, although the winning promotion will probably get a trophy. Um, because the promoter will buy them one to uh, put it up because I know that we know the promoter. <laughs> um, so it's pr- real simple. Uh, we're just going to give the top ten. Again, it was fan voted. Take it for what it is, folks, right? It, it was it was a fun bracket, March Madness, just kind of getting in and kind of getting in there. Uh, coming in at number ten, by the way, there were 9,778 votes cast. That's a lot of votes. Probably a lot of votes. all we've ever done. Um, it is. It's the, lar- it's the most votes we've ever had on one of our uh, brackets. Um, and it's it was a weird result. You can tell kind of our 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 home base kind of you know was represented like who were a lot of our listeners were based out of. Uh, but then I was kind of surprised on some. Uh, so let's go work backwards. Uh, we're not going to cover it long. I'm just going to give it what it is. Uh, Southern Underground Pro from just up north, you know, right up the it's a promotion. Real good promotion. Real good promotion. Uh, number nine was Ohio Valley Wrestling. I was yeah, shocked they weren't higher. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Uh, WrestlePro, been around, good. Uh, Chikaro was at seven, which was, I kind of figured it might be a little bit higher, but it is what it is. Um, Action and Matt Griffin over, you know, here making in Georgia. A lot of waves. Making a lot of waves right now. They made it six. Uh, Fest Wrestling, most famously, we know them and familiar with them because the Gymnasty Boys are there yeah. all the time. Uh, good fun, fun promotion from everything. Yeah, interested in seeing them. I, that's one show I want to go to. Yeah, we got to make that drive down. Yeah, check it out. Um, Smash Wrestling from Canada does not surprise me because Lewis does a phenomenal job covering mm-hmm. a lot of their stuff from up there. So a lot of our fan base again would know uh, Smash Wrestling. Uh, that's excuse me, <clears throat> Sebastian Suave. That's his promotion up there. He's real big into there. Um, so that doesn't shock me in the least. AML flew out of nowhere. They're a big deal. They're they a are really a huge solid deal. promotion. Yeah, really involved in WrestleCade weekend. So if you're, you know, which we're a big proponent of going to, we talk about it a lot. So doesn't surprise me. Uh, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling promotion of the year in the state of Georgia comes in at number two. Um, they doesn't surprise me. We know a lot of our fans are obviously Southern Fried fans. Uh, mm-hmm. We go to a lot of those shows, most of those shows, to be honest with you. Uh, and of course, number one, not surprising, Southern Honor Wrestling. Um, why? Because Dylan, Gary, you know, they were promoting the heck out of it, putting a bracket out yeah. there and they were, their fans voted. And that's, that's kind of what we said. If you, you know, if you wanted to win, get your, re, you know, share it, retweet it, all that good stuff. And it would get out there and get more votes. Uh, so Gary and Southern Honor Wrestling, Dylan and those guys did a phenomenal job. This, this, exactly. And if this goes back, we were talking about the, the Stephen Platinum thing where he came out and said that, if you're not getting attention, find out why you're not getting attention. You know, market yourselves. Right. Promote yourselves. And the two winners were the two biggest promotions in Georgia, but they're two promoters that promote their work. Right. And people see it because of that. Building fans every show inviting people out to do reviews, inviting out podcasters to talk about your shows. That's how you promote your shows, and that's how you get people to pay attention to you. The rest yeah, of the and, and again, that's, and that was kind of the funny thing when you go back and look at it. These were the promotions that were in the top ten. 
they were sharing, they were retweeting, they were liking, you know, all that good stuff. So, and then their fans were doing the same. Their fans were sharing. So again, we weren't trying to sit there and say like, hey, this is the end all be all of, you know, March Madness brackets. It was just, we wanted to do it for fun, see kind of, you know, and for me, to be honest with you, I learned a lot from this, from Mm -hmm. my side of it. I'm like, okay, well, this is clearly where our base is. And you know it from download statistics and stuff like that, but it's cool to see. But my other part of it, like you said, was to see the promoters that were going that little bit extra mm-hmm. who are willing to like and share. Because I tagged pretty much everybody that I could tag yeah. in the tweets and in the posts and you know, kind of drawing their attention to it to say, hey, this is going on, thinking you would be able to draw attention. You know, from other parts of the country, maybe somebody might see it and go, mm-hmm. huh, what's that one? It's, you know, boom, and then give it a look. So, Southern Honors, obviously. First place, Southern Fried second place. Um, AML uh, was three, Smash Wrestling four, Fest at five. So that's the top five. So kudos to those. And again, guys, it was for fun. Relax. Take a deep breath. Um, but man, hey, you, you said you got nothing else, man. You, you're good to go. I, I mean, you, all right. Well, man, you know what the old saying is if I've got nothing and you've got nothing, man, what time is it? Time to tap out. <laughs>